0: Troops, here we are. It's a new year, but it's the same Eagle podcast and it's the same awesome guests. And i am being very, very lucky to find another awesome guest. And it's the first guest of 2020. Uh, so there's no pressure. But <laughs> the lady thrives on pressure. I'm uh, very, very happy and pleased to be joined by Rebecca Ollum, who is a professional bikini pro athlete. Rebecca, how are you doing?
1: Hi, John. I'm doing really well, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm I'm brilliant. Um, a crazy few days, you know, going full chat at trying to run businesses and, and have a personal life and trying to be everywhere on social media um, has its draw. And it, does take a, <laughs> it does take a lot out of you. Um, what about yourself? How was your. Is it too late to talk about New Year and Christmas? Maybe, but tell us how um, that went for you.
1: So mine was pretty strict to be fair because, well, wow. I, I, um, I started prep. Um, on the twenty eighth of December, so Christmas. I didn't go too mad. Yeah. So New, New Year's Eve was a write off. I was in bed before twelve. Wow. Um, watching Jules Holland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, listening to the fireworks. So it was. It was a pretty laid back one for me.
0: Yeah. So we, we'll go straight into what you're going for. And um, for those who don't know, um, what is a bikini pro athlete?
1: So a bikini pro is basically somebody who you basically prepare for, for your competition. Yeah. Um, everybody's different how long their is, but basically yeah. you um, follow a strict diet, you yeah. work out and then at the end you sh- basically showcase yourself so you, yeah you go up on the stage and you have um, a posing routine yeah you get you get judged on that you get judged on how you look your hair your makeup your bikini and you basically just show all your hard work aesthetically like all your hard right. work
0: okay um that's an interesting one uh pausing routines is this something that you obviously as well you practice a pros and routine and have you got a obviously you've got a set routine and, and who does that for you
1: yes yeah, so basically um it's up to you who you want to go with there are posing coaches oh, okay so um, you you kind of do your research and decide who it is you want to go with right um so yeah i've i've got my posing coach Anka wald she's a pro bikini athlete right. she's um, Okay she's she's amazing so um I actually have my first posing session with her this coming uh, Sunday
0: right so, and, and yeah. what does it talk us through the process what is a posing what what is it that you're going to actually be doing with her
1: so Anchor will de- basically decide what and um, posing suit suit my physique and oh, okay. um, what look what looks good. How I can make obviously when I've done all the hard work and, and my body's in the shape I want it to be. What sort of positions and angles? And right. um, and just to give you confidence because um, the federation that I'm competing in, Pure Elite,
0: um, yep. it's,
1: it's quite like sassy with your posing. Oh right,
0: uh, okay. Every
1: every federation has a different posing criteria. Right. So with Pure release, it's best to find out what federation you go into, what, what yeah. they kind of want. So with Pure release, it's very stashy, uh, stash, I can't say the word. Yeah, sassy. stashy. Yeah. It's very like, hello, Beyonce in the room here. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: So you've got to project a confidence from the moment that you walk on stage. Like it's got yeah. to be...
1: You're judged from the moment you step onto that stage, yeah.
0: Wow. Um. What does it take to put yourself under that sort of scrutiny where you are being judged on looks, hair, makeup, body fat, physique? Like, that is very materialistic. What does that affect you in any way? Sort of um, sort of mental health at the moment is talked about a lot. Yeah. Um, and obviously being judged on looks, physique, et cetera, how, how does that sort of, where, where does that sit with you?
1: I think the thing is, if you decide that you want to compete in these kind of competitions, you can't, you can't although it's easier said than done, you can't take things too be personal because it might mm-hmm. not necessarily, just might not be what they're looking for on that day. It, yeah. it, there's so many different girls that compete and so many different looks and um, it's such a wide variety of, of girls that come up on the stage. I, I think you've got to have the attitude and just think, you, you, can't, you can't beat yourself up about it. If if you're not sort of thick-skinned, yeah, yeah, it's not the right thing for you to be doing.
0: Yeah, no, that, that that's a that's a fair point. And um, what is it? Have you always sort of been thick-skinned, or is it something that you've developed? And is there like a a, a, a thick skin coach?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, there is <isn't>, a there is <laughs> a thick skin coach that'd be quite good actually. <laughs> but um, I I think as as Growing up, I think I, I've I've i got my thick skin through that. I went to an all girls school,
0: right? Okay. So
1: that was quite bitchy, and it was oh, very, really yeah. It, do you know what? If I could turn back time, I I don't think I would have. I don't think I would have gone to an all girls school.
0: Right. you um,
1: you got girls picking on you for the way you look. Um I particularly got picked on because of my hair. And um, right. There was this one girl, and she just because I but it it's before hair straighteners come out. So, right. Okay. And I've got naturally curly hair and
0: yeah.
1: sometimes it could look a bit fluffy or a bit like frizzy. And she yeah. just used to really like give me stick for it. So oh. I think, yeah, I just think you just, I, I think personally, mine's just through past experiences. I've just got my thick skin.
0: Right. But um, I also, yeah. No, no, it's it, it, it's interesting. And there's there's always a, It the there's uh, many people who I speak to on podcasts. There always seems to be someone in the past, like a, a bullying figure that sort yeah. of sticks. Doesn't matter who, who I've had on. It's you know I've, I, it's interest interesting that you should say that that there's always seems to be that um, that figure. So sort of going back to your, to your posing coach. Does she sort of work out? I think what you were saying is your look, your body type, um, yeah. and what you're going to go for. So the routine is going to flow through what you you're going to look like on the day.
1: That's it. Yeah, she go with what she wow. feels suits me and my character.
0: Yeah. And when you first walk on the stage, do you walk on with other, other women or do you come on alone or how how does it play out?
1: So you do something which is called a T-walk. So um, right. it, you you come on individually and it, it goes by um, your first name, alphabetically. So oh, the person, person who, say, uh, a girl's called um, Anita. Yeah, so yeah. because she begins with A, she'll come on first. And yeah. So she'll come out, she'll do her tea walk And once she's done her oh, posing, yeah. she goes to the back of the stage and then the next girl comes out. Yeah. So I'm Rebecca, so I'm R. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's quite a few girls lined up by the time it's my turn to come out. Then once you've done your tea and walk you come out and you do your quarter turns. Right. So that's everybody that comes out and does ah, that.
0: Okay. And is it an advantage? I mean, you can't do nothing about your name. Your name is your name. But is it an advantage <laughs> to be... Is it his advantage to be first or be last or be in the middle? And are you what are you looking at other other competitors and thinking? oh, she's in good nick. Ah, oh, she's got good hair. Or do you just think I'm me and, and I'm just focusing on what I've got to do? And yeah, is there I've... any is there any gamesmanship? Like I, I don't want to sort of go sidetrack here, but I watched a documentary with Arnie Pump and Iron where right. he would like say to other competitors. Or if this competition had been in three more weeks, you'd have been ready? You know, that sort of little psychology and they would like, uh, is there any sort of gamesmanship or does everyone just pretend to like each other?
1: No, do you know what? Because when I first went into it, I didn't know what to expect. I did think, oh, is it going to be a little bit catty, a bit bitchy, a bit clicky? Mm -hmm. But it isn't. Honest to God, uh, people that I've met through competing are probably the nicest people that you'll ever meet. Everybody's really supportive. Um, obviously people are in it to win it,
0: but
1: everyone, everyone, it's good sportsmanship. Like if you win, you know the person that comes second will come up to you and will generally be happy for you.
0: Wow. And um, yeah, that's interesting. in a world where everyone's trying to play the bad guy at the moment and sort of become that larger-than-life character. I was just wondering if there's anyone in your world who was like sort of doing the Conor McGregor, you know, being this loud vocal character, trying to sort of, you know, be, be the bad guy, but obviously it doesn't doesn't work in in your world. Everyone's still sort of um, sportsmanship.
1: Yeah, yeah I see it. Yeah,
0: I think it's something that we are going away from. Sportsmanship seems to be a bit of a dying, um, a bit of a dying breed, which is a shame. Yeah. Um, so, how many people um, would be competing on a day, and is it sort of like a Uh, different weight classes um what what talk us through the process
1: so um it 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 varies i mean you can never predict exactly how many people will be doing it but you'll 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 get at least three four hundred people maybe it it depends because pure elite they have well they have the uk championships in april yeah, this year, which is what I'm doing, but it's yeah. actually expanded now, and um, it's going to Romania,
0: oh, Australia.
1: Wow. Um, there's a man; Manche- they do it up in Manchester and uh, Dublin.
0: Oh, nice! So, yeah,
1: it's it's, it's 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 really expanding now, which is fantastic to see. But yeah, um, sorry, what did you say? What? Sorry, what was your?
0: So. Y- do you have different categories as people of it wear, yeah different weight different weight groups and
1: so i believe the men do but with oh, women okay. it's with, with women it's different so when so there's two divisions there's the amateur division and the pro division right so with the amateur division with the ladies rather than weight it's um it's on your height so there's ah, bik- okay bikini short and then bikini tall
0: right okay so
1: that that's how they do it with the women
0: and and what, what is that? The height is like is that like what, what is that breaking down into five, five foot, five and a half foot? Like what what I
1: think what I can think for the top of my head, I think bikini tall starts from five foot five and above and then right. bikini short is below that.
0: Well, um where do you where do you fall into this?
1: So I'm bikini tall, so I'm oh, five foot well. eight.
0: Oh well. That's uh, that's a good height. Yeah. And you you talk you talk about your your regimen, you, you, this strict lifestyle that you have to leave. And obviously, um, when I had a look at your Instagram, you, you know, clearly you're in good shape and no doubt you'd be in good shape all year round. But what does it take to go from sort of normal, Rebecca, you know, Monday to Friday, normal sort of year to, yeah. right, i got four months to get into elite, pro athlete, like bikini shape. What talk us through the... And it must be a misery because you you must be reducing sort of calorie intake and sort of training hard, which, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it can be hard. I mean, if if you're thinking of competing, I'd say, you know, take a long, hard think because it is quite a lot of sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Not only with your food, it's also with your friends and your family. You have to be quite selfish. Yeah. Uh, You can't really attend, um, like... Parties or yeah. like go out for dinners, and so all of that has to be put on the back burner. So wow. that that can be pretty tough. So I'd, I'd say that's the difference. Uh, to be fair, I'm quite a home person anyway. Like, I'd, yeah. if someone said to me, Oh, that's get a, a takeaway in a DVD, I'd rather do that than go out to a nightclub. Yeah, yeah So for me, it's kind of easy in that sense, but it's just that, you know, not being able to just go into the cupboard or the fridge and just take mm-hmm. what you want because. You you have to, like, be strict.
0: And is that... Obviously, um, good good genetics play, play a big part in it. Um, but obviously, hard work and dedication always, always, always will be the ultimate sort of um, defining moment. Um, yeah. Is it as sort of ruthless as you will be like, I'm not having, I don't know what you eat, but say, like, a chocolate biscuit. Like, will one chocolate biscuit make that much of a difference? Like... If you add like a biscuit, um, sort of in the day, or is it like a psychological difference that you've cheated? Um,
1: um, I, do you know what, I can't, I can't even say from experience because I was so strict on my last prep. I didn't even well, want to, I didn't even want to risk it. Right? But Yeah, I, I'd imagine it. it, it yeah, I'd, I suppose it just wouldn't be good. Yeah. Wow. Well, Especially so, if you're in peak week. That's the week that you've well, really got to be strict.
0: So you obviously, I take it. You, you train and um you train with chris uh, he, That's he it, yeah he did your program right so
1: that 's it yeah
0: do you sort of hit the scales um how do you do you measure body fat? do you measure like everything at your starting point or how, so, how what 's the process
1: so i 'm with prep by the Robinsons, which is Chris yep. and Fiona yep. and, yeah, and yes, so what what they do they have like a tra- tracking uh, spreadsheet that I yep. basically, so I wake up every morning and I weigh myself. Um, And then – so they also give me my food program, which I follow. And then when I get my training program with what um, workout I need to do, I have to, like, jot down how many weights I'm lifting. So everything everything is sort of monitored so then they can – and then they're they're really good, actually, because with my last prep, I didn't have this. They actually do, like – from a scale to one to five, how tired I'm feeling, how hungry I am, oh
0: really well, so
1: it's really good because then they can obviously think, mm, if Rebecca's a little bit hungry, they might increase my calories a little bit, maybe and
0: right so and yeah, it's good on I'm not trying to make it about body fat, but are you using calipers? are you using how are you measuring sort of um muscle density, bone density, water water intake is, is does it go as scientific as all of that?
1: It, it can do. I haven't got that far on my program yet, but when I did my previous prep, there was a um, a machine that you can use. I, yeah. I can't think what it's called. And it basically measures you, yeah. and then it works out your body fat. I think I got down to like nine percent.
0: Wow!
1: for my last prep.
0: Wow. I mean, that in itself, nine percent body fat is, is
1: crazy. So, <laughs> yeah, that
0: that that that's crazy. Like that is absolute. Um, that's that's some going that. So you, you start off, you you get your training program, and then I, does your calories sort of um, decrease as the weeks and the months go by, um, and the water intake drop off? How how does it how does that work?
1: So I, I don't know because obviously this is down to Chris and Fiona. I'm not sure how right, they're okay. going to work it out, but because I've only I've only literally done one competition prior to this. Wow. So I am quite like a newbie to it all. So I'm sort of learning things myself all the time as well. Yeah. But from my last prep, it, you you do um as you get closer to the competition, yeah. And um, you do sort of like it, it, Things do decrease, and then you what I said earlier with your, your peak week. That's when mm. things are just like and you you have uh, you with your water intake, you um increase it. Yeah. And then come the competition. That's when you drop it. So you
0: dehydrate. That's it, yeah. Mm, it's um, it, it's interesting. And peak week, is that the week prior to competing, I take it? That's correct,
1: right. yeah, yeah. And
0: where, where are we talking now? Are we talking 1,000 calories a day or are we, are we lower than that?
1: Again, everybody's different. Oh, right,
0: everyone, yeah. So depending, it,
1: it, depending on who you are and what your body is. And so your coaches will work that out for you.
0: Wow. And is... Uh, <laughs> After, after you, I'm interested in sort of after the competition, do you instantly just think, right, I'm going on this binge? Or actually, have you changed your mindset that much where you think, do you know what? I, I haven't had takeaway food for that long. I've sort of convinced myself that I don't really need it or miss it. And you just sort of sort of carry on? Or do you just yeah. think, right, I'm having a large doner kebab? <laughs>
1: If only I remember with my last one, I ate like a Krispy Kreme, and I felt sick straight away because I hadn't had wow. it in so long. So you have to basically you have to follow a reverse diet
0: and go back up you, the scale, right?
1: And, and just reduce yourself back in, yeah. So I mean, I, I personally wouldn't recommend stuff in your face because, well, for me, that would just make me feel ill. Yeah. Um, I mean, everybody's different. Some people, <laughs> you know, you know, it's up to them if they yeah, want to do yeah. it. But, but for me, I, I wouldn't be silly. I'd sort of ease myself back in.
0: And is there sort of any food in particular that you particularly enjoy, which is like after I compete, I'm definitely going there for a meal, or I'm definitely having that.
1: So I've I actually said to my boyfriend, I said when when I finish um the comp in April, I I know I'm going to fancy a like. scone with like clotted cream and jam
0: (laughs) yeah right rebecca you're talking my language now um and i don't want to make this about me but obviously with what i do in 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 mountaineering and hiking and adventures i I literally plot routes off good cafes where they have the best scones
1: oh i love Um, scones
0: um i don't know if you've ever been to north wales but there's no i
1: haven't
0: Let, let me oh this is where tell your boyfriend I'll send you the. I'll send you the. I'll send you the location. It's called um, Moisture Boy Cafe, and it's near uh, Banger in North Wales. And right. they, do, they do large, and I mean large, um, scone, jam, cream, and butter.
1: Oh.
0: And I believe the last time I asked, one scone is sitting at thirteen hundred calories per <gasps> sitting. Are you joking? Yeah.
1: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they. They That's are. Ab- they're absolutely gangster because everyone who goes there. He's always out mountaineering, burning tons and tons of calories. Um, right,
1: yeah.
0: When you go there, you're like... You're
1: kind of full to do it. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I've burned 6,000 calories today. <laughs> Bring on the scones. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, and to be fair, they are so amazing. It's it's not even funny. Like, I would literally drive from the northeast now to get a scone down there. That really? Like, wow. No, 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 no. I'm even, like, already now planning like when am i going back to north <laughs> wales because you
1: just want one
0: i need a scone yeah and it and it's got to be cream as well hasn't it cream and jam
1: i like clotted cream yeah yeah
0: clotted cream yeah no, it's got to be
1: that i've thought about the clotted cream
0: i think that's the only reason why i hike so much there's sort of this great there's a great meme which is someone's made and it's like we only hike for cake <laughs> which, which always sort of makes me laugh No, so that's a good um I thought you were going to say something like a little bit more market there, but I'm chuffed that you've gone sweating on scones. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a uh, that that's a that's a great thing. Um, so how did you get to know Chris then? Do you, do you know him personally, or is it through Instagram? Or
1: so it was basically through competing. Oh, so
0: yeah.
1: when I competed back in April last year, I literally. I was a novice. I didn't have a clue what I was doing, or and um, where to go, or what what to like to get you know the right sort yeah. of training or anything. And um, so I become friends with she's now a really good friend of mine, and Sam Williams. Right. And uh, she was also competing, and yeah. C- Chris and Fiona and um, were actually coaching Sam, and that's how I found out about. Ah, him.
0: right. Okay. Cool. Um, I mean. Sort of on a personal level, what why do you want to do this? Like what is it about this sort of challenge that really gets you motivated to, you know, put the time in the gym and the diet. And and, and I'd always say people actually the training part is the easy part. It's the diet where everyone, you know, where a lot of people fall down. and yeah. you can't out, I mean I've tried for years, you can't out train a bad diet. Um and I think that's the misery, isn't it? Especially now in the world we live in now, with convenience, Deliveroo, Just Eat, yeah. all these takeaway apps everywhere. You, yeah, everywhere you go, garages, you know, confectionery sweets, um, chocolate, um, and, and all that sort of carry on. And um, so, what what is it about this that you know really gets your sort of fires going? And where do you see it going, sort of? Professionally, long term business. What, what what do you think will happen in the future?
1: So the the thing that keeps me sort of with the fire in my belly with it. So I, I decided to compete because I suffer with really bad anxiety and I'm agrophobic.
0: Oh, so agrophobic, right? Yeah. So, sorry, I don't. What what's? I've not heard that before. What's?
1: So agrophobia. It's it's. Um, a lot of people get confused. They think it's a fear of open space. Right. But it isn't, okay. it's, it's, um, it's an anxiety disorder, so um, ah,
0: okay. it's,
1: it's where you feel, um you can feel trapped, and when I mean trapped, it's not like yeah. claustrophobia where you're trapped in a room, yeah. it's more, I can sometimes get it if I'm sitting at the hairdressers, and because I'm sitting in the hairdresser chair, and the right. girl's doing my hair, I, I think, oh my god, say I have a panic attack, I'm stuck wow, in wow. the chair. And I can't get out because the girl's going to think I'm a weirdo if I just get yeah. up and start, like, panicking and stuff. Yeah. So it's situations like that, or ah. just, if I go out for dinner, you know, sometimes you can get, like, little booths in restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't sit, I can't be sat against the wall where I'm stuck, where there's right. other, other people next to me. So I have to sit on the, like, end.
0: Do you, and do you, do you always feel like you need an escape?
1: Yeah, that's it. Ah. As long as I can see that exit, and my like literally, as soon as I get into somewhere I've not been, my like eyes are scanning, where's the exit? Where's the exit? So I know, oh, I can get out if I need to get out.
0: Yeah, I know, I know a few people who have been, um, sort of fighters, uh, um, either sort of professionally or just in the street, and they always have this thing of like whenever they go somewhere they'll sit sort of like looking at the entire restaurant or like working out the doors so they know yeah. where people are coming in from.
1: Um, yeah.
0: I'm not saying you're trying to fight everyone in the hairdressers, but <laughs> like it's it's sort of like a control thing, isn't it? Where you're trying to like keep all the cards, that you've got all the cards so you know, if you, whatever reason, I know I can get out that door. That's um, it.
1: It's all psychological, I suppose, because
0: yeah, you, you think
1: of things that probably aren't going to happen, but because mm. you've got, I've got this, and now I start thinking, oh my god, say say I pass out, and then this happens, and then right. uh, if I pass out, then everyone's going to think I'm. You, you worry about what other people think. That that, that yeah. plays on it a lot as well. We
0: we live in a very we live in a very judgmental society, um, and. I think a lot of people claim that they don't care. But secretly, I don't know anyone, and I include myself in this, who who doesn't truly care what other people sort of pass, pass judgment. And yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one. And is it something... So obviously, you, you've got that agoraphobia and you're now putting yourself on stage to literally be scrutinised. So really, you are really facing... You've gone, like, full-on face-to-face with your sort of demon, haven't you? Like, face-to-face, nose-to-nose, really.
1: That's it. I think with me, because my anxiety and um, got so bad, I wanted to have something to focus on. And really? for me, going to the gym was my medicine. Like, I've been on antidepressants before in the past. Yeah. I've tried numerous different types of therapy. And just going into the gym and just... I think what it is, is distraction. A lot of mm. what helps people with phobias and stuff like that is, and um, having a distraction mechanism sort mm. of, so you don't think cause it's a lot of it is what you think up here and your brain sort of is like your little enemy and it's saying, Oh, but this might happen and all oh, mm. m- that might happen. And it just sort of, it just brings out anxiety in you. So for me, just focusing and being um, in a routine and, so like what you say it's almost like being in control yeah. with with my food and it, it did really help me
0: mm, it's uh it, it's interesting and you to be commended on on doing that to you know going full on into your um and your fear like that and I, I wonder if the rise of social media um has though i think social media is a force for good I also believe it is a terrible force for evil as well um, in this sort of hunt for likes and following and, and all of that. And I think Instagram just recently have made a, a really great move where they've now hidden the likes on pages. So, right, that
1: hasn't happened on my page yet I've oh, right. heard about it, but, yeah, it's not, I've not seen it yet.
0: On my business page, if you was to view it as you, you yeah. would just see that people have liked it. It no longer tells you the number
1: oh okay right that's um, good
0: yeah and it just the and, and and i think because I'm, i've heard tales of this that people at school and and bullying bullying's always been around that people are sort of oh how many followers have you got and who's following you and how many likes did you get in a post and people yeah. are actually now being bullied because they're not getting likes and follows and it's like it's crazy it, it, it's it's very sad um it is sad it, 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 it's by no means a page, a business page, a personal page is not really a representation of an individual. I've met so many people who to look at a page, to then speak to the person is, is a different, is is a different person. Um, and, and on that, um, which will bring us nicely onto social media. How do you find social media? Um, and do you spend a lot of time on it or do you sort of do your post, log out of it and think I'll come back to it in a few hours or, does it so, you in a bit?
1: Yeah, I do think it's important to have a healthy relationship with your social media because <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie, like, I've, I've been sucked in or I've, like, posted some thinking it's not got as many likes as my last post. And then mm. you, you think, oh, no, why is that? that? But I, I think now you just got to sort of think... Do you know what, as well? I think Instagram control a hell of a lot of of 100%. things now to what they did when it first come out. Like, they you know it's not by a time order how Mm. your posts come up it's just and you think how do they figure out how do they know what post you want to come up on your news feed and Mm. half my friends say to me beck i haven't like i haven't seen your post what post Mm. are you going on about and i'm like oh and they say no it doesn't come up on my news feed so i think it's yeah i think it's important not to try and take things personal it
0: it's um it's because obviously when Facebook acquired Instagram and obviously business wise, you get to a certain point where these platforms want you to pay for posts to be boosted. Right, and actually, yeah. if you're not paying, you get sort of, um, I don't want to say sort of, I suppose the word is, um, uh, reprimanded. So you're sort of punished for not boosting posts. So right. less and less people of your following, We'll see. So, if you've got I don't know, ten thousand followers, and you put a post out, maybe a thousand out of that ten might see it, and the others just won't see it because Instagram mm. decided, well, actually, you haven't spent any money with us for ages, and your organic reach is just dead. Yeah, and, and it takes a lot of people commenting and liking for it to like really pick up traction. Um, Generate
1: back up. Yeah.
0: I mean, um, what? Other platforms do you use? I, I I do you use LinkedIn or I?
1: No, I. Do you know what I used? I, I'm not on LinkedIn. I used to have a Twitter account, but then it the novelty wore off, so I deleted <laughs> deleted the account. I I was on Facebook, but I haven't been on Facebook for the last five years because I found that really unhealthy. Um, yeah. As in, I just see it more of like a dear, dear, dear I can't get my words out again. A dear, dear tree. Yeah. So people just write in all their problems yeah, and yeah. like, oh, I feel really crap. And then someone would go, oh, what, what's up? They'd go, oh, dear me. Yeah. And you think, well, why are you writing it on your wall? Mm. But if you obviously want people to know and, and now someone's asked, you sort yeah. of, it just started getting on my nerves. So I come off that.
0: So the only, well, the only thing you run is you, you've got, have you got a website?
1: No, I haven't got a website. Right,
0: so I, l- literally Instagram is your own main, is your yeah. own. Well, Instagram, yeah. And where would you say you you're at, out at that a day? Sort of a few a few hours a day. I mean, I've set like a time limit on mine, so like two yeah. hours. I've
1: got, I've got better. Like there would be a point where I would just pick up my phone and i would be on autopilot and I'd just go straight to Instagram and I'd be like, oh, like. Yeah. Why am I on this for? But I am trying to be more mindful now because yeah. I think it's important because I think, you know what, like, you, you, I go out and about and I see people, like, on their phones, like, walking mm. down the road. I see, like, couples in a restaurant and they're both yeah. on their phones. And, like, I think it's really important to try and be in, like, the real world rather than, like, this reality world. 100%.
0: So
1: at the moment I am trying to be mindful and I, do, I literally will probably scroll and put it down and so, sometimes I log out. Just yeah. just to keep away from it for a bit.
0: No, I think it's, um, it's something that's definitely, uh, I think if you're trying to be a human being, social media, it has to be turned off. And especially with, uh, you mentioned your, your, your boyfriend. I mean, you can be both sat there, can't you? And maybe he's on his phone and you're on your phone and you think we haven't spoke to each other for an hour. Um, yeah. And you're in the same room and it's like, but, you know, and that's quality time, I think, that you have to try and spend with your partner. Um, especially, I mean, he, I mean, you're going through your suffering, but, I mean, your partner, obviously, you know, you were saying before, you can't go out for a meal. Um, if you go to the cinema, you're not having popcorn and, 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 and sweets, are you? And does he sort of, like, think, <laughs> well, if we go to the cinema, I can't have him because she can't have them at all?
1: So he's he's really good to be fair because I think yeah. he knows that I'm in prep. He's doing his own little prep. Bless oh, him. Oh, cool. <laughs> so he he, he said sink. to me, yeah, he said to me, <laughs> as soon as you start yours, I'm starting mine. Um, so he he's it's good in in that sense. But I think if he was to eat things in front of me, I've got quite strong willpower, oh, right, so okay. it wouldn't really affect me too much.
0: Yeah. No, that's uh, that's fair enough. And how do you fit training? life do you have a normal job
1: yeah i have a well a a nine to five monday to friday yeah yeah yeah.
0: Uh, how do you fit how do you fit it all in
1: it is it is hard i'm not gonna lie (laughs) it (laughs) is it's it's literally so i will a normal day i will wake up probably at six o'clock yeah and, and i'll go and do my breakfast and take my supplements and yeah. vitamin tablets and then um yes yeah, so I do my full day at work and then yeah. I will come back home and I tend to go to the gym um eight o'clock onwards because my my gym's got this thing where um minors can go in so I, I want to go on some equipment and I've got like a 10 year old
0: oh, working really? out and I'm
1: just like oh my god
0: so yeah. I'm wait,
1: waiting for that. So if I go like later on in the evening, it's better. But I've I've joined a 24-hour gym. It's not opening for another couple of weeks. So once that's opened, I'll start hitting the gym probably about five o'clock in the morning.
0: Right. And are you sort of, is it a big corporate chain that you go to or is it sort of like an independent or what? It's
1: a leisure centre. So right. you get all different age groups and yeah. and
0: yeah, all different types of people. Yeah and how would you find that environment um obviously you're going there not just to pause in front of mirrors and and get a boyfriend and you're going there for you know (laughs) to work um, out to work out and and to improve which is not why everyone goes to a gym no It, it becomes a bit of a it becomes sometimes i'm lucky i go to a really good independent gym and there is no one the guy who owns it doesn't allow mirrors there is no mirrors in the gym at all. oh wow not one, not only only mirror is in is in the, the changing toilet. rooms. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's it. There's no there's no mirrors, um, because he believes mirrors attracts the wrong sort of people. Okay, that's he, really interesting. And he doesn't want people standing there posing and people sort of you taking know, selfies.
1: Yeah, and... and
0: he even he even and it's probably been relaxed a little bit, but at one point definitely there was a full phone ban in the gym so there was no okay there was no sort of taking photos of yourself on squat racks or you know yeah. any, any sort of that um and i thought you know what it's, it's a fair point um it's definitely a fair point to, to, mm. to try and, to try and enforce it but what's the um what's the 24 hour gym we've got a few of them up here now uh, in in the northeast i wonder if it's the same chain is it snap fitness
1: no it's anytime fitness
0: right okay so Mm.
1: yeah as soon as that it it used to be a mcdonald's and now they've turned (laughs) it into (laughs) which is quite funny now they've turned it into into the gym so and i when i get a when i get a chance though i don't know if you heard of Rip gym in basildon
0: right it's
1: it's it's a really good like proper muscle
0: works gym
1: so when i when i get a chance because it's you know, it's not exactly around the corner to where I live. I, yeah. do, I do head down there, but the leisure centre at the moment is and yeah. um, my local. But as soon as the twenty four hour gym opens, that that'll be that'll fit more into my routine.
0: Awesome. And on your on your routine, how much is weight and how much is cardio?
1: So at the moment, I'm doing no cardio. No it's just mainly weight focused. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. And what is that weights five times a week two days rest uh that's it yeah well wow. and what sort of is every day sort of individual muscle groups or is it full body workouts every day
1: um so i do a full body workout for one of the days and then yeah. the other is upper and then legs
0: oh, right, okay. like, and then
1: mixture between
0: what is your worst machine or exercise <laughs> which you absolutely hate doing uh, I think. and before before you answer do you know what a pendulum squat is
1: no what's that
0: <laughs> the, my gym's got this machine and it's it's a squat a, a standing vertical squat but it's sort of on an angle right um, and it's called a pendulum squat and I, everyone falls foul to it because you you apply this like well when i'm seated and i'm doing a leg press or i'm squatting i i can do this so you try and implemented on this pendulum squat <laughs> and you, you, uh, because of the because of the way the machine's angles it really targets a, a certain type of muscle within the leg group right and you unrack it and you just nearly die <laughs> it's absolutely, yeah it's i don't barren. think i'd like that
1: and <laughs> <laughs> um, i you know what i i'd say when i first sort of got into the gym i was intimidated so i used to avoid mm. like the weight area and stuff i think it's mm. because as As a as a girl, you kind of feel intimidated Mm. because it's quite like male dominated and stuff. Yeah, but but obviously now I've sort of I'm really confident and stuff, which is good. But I'd say I'd say probably like the stairmaster. Oh, yeah, that to me I've got asthma, so I'm just like right, right. got got my pump on the go (laughs) ready. But yeah, yeah.
0: And is that obviously the stairmaster? will you be bringing any cardio back into the regiment or are you just, is it just weight focused all the way?
1: I think it, yeah, I think Chris and Fiona will be putting some kind of cardio, but um, at the moment I like, I like to swim. So, yeah. um, cause Great it's exercise. like, yeah, it's brilliant. Cause it's quite low impact. So I'm still allowed to do it, but like I swim a mile like every weekend. Nice. So that's right. the only sort of cardio I'm doing at the moment.
0: Right. And, um, ever done anything sort of distance ever run a marathon or anything sort of like that any aspirations maybe in the future
1: when I was younger I was really athletic so um like when I was in secondary school I was in like the athletics team and the cross-country team so I used to do a lot of I was a middle distance runner so I'd do like the 800 awesome. meters yeah,
0: yeah and good. stuff
1: um yeah and cross-country I absolutely love that but um yeah, my me, me old knees are not too good these days, so... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, knock, knock the road running on the head. <laughs>
1: yeah. um,
0: Rebecca, we're absolutely making great time and we're flying through this podcast. So what I'd like to do now is we're going to move on to the five watts, which is sort of the downscale of the show. So yeah. if you're ready, um, the first one, um, what's the greatest advice you've been given?
1: So my greatest advice is... <laughs> Be kind, because you never know what someone's going through. Yeah, and um, always fo- follow your gut instinct.
0: Very good. Be be kind. Um, I always think it's a great one because I I believe not not so much religious person, but definitely karma. Definitely about. Oh, yeah, you know I believe if, in karma. If you're an asshole, yeah. <laughs> it, it comes back to you.
1: Yeah, and if you
0: do people good turns all the time, um. You know, being a good person is just the right move to make in life at, at, at all times. Um, so, no, that's a, that's a good one. Um, second one, uh, what's on your bucket list? Either, either I'll just elaborate on that. Either personally or um, anything business-wise or anything sort of aspirational that you'd like to achieve.
1: So this is a personal one. I yeah. really want to go to the Bahamas and swim with the swimming pigs. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen it on Instagram? Yeah, I've, I've
0: seen it, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm dying to do that. Think, I've got to do that.
0: Um, yeah, it's it it, <laughs> it does look pretty cool, doesn't it? It looks yeah. amazing. Fair, fair enough. Yeah, there <laughs> that's a good one. Um, now this one's always a um tricky one for some people. Um What's been your toughest day?
1: Um, so this this will probably be quite a bit deep. So Go for probably, it. my hardest days, um, watching my dad battle with cancer and then actually losing him. Okay, I'd say that's been the hardest
0: yeah.
1: hurdle of my life. Yeah,
0: and um, that's that's yeah. It's an awful, it's an awful, awful disease, and you know I think. The thing is, with cancer, it doesn't matter how fit you are, or your age, or your sex, or or, or, or anything. When it comes calling, it, it, it just everyone I've, and I've known, I've known a few people who've passed away, and I've known people who've, who have beaten it. But it's always the same harrowing story. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It it changes people so much. Um. So no, it's, that's a that's a fair point. I could understand that. Think, um, yeah,
1: everybody's affected by it some mm. way or another. So I think everyone can relate to it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, fair, fair point. Uh, thanks for sharing that one. It must be tough. Um, it's okay. Number four, moving on to happier things. Uh, what's been your happiest day?
1: Um, so I, I, well, I believe that every day I try and be happy because you yeah. never know when you're going to pop your clogs. <laughs> <true>. <laughs> um, my recent most happiest moment was probably coming um, in the top three in my first bikini competition oh, wow. and getting my pro cards. Awesome. That was definitely one of my happiest memories, yeah.
0: I thought you were going to say getting your dog Kaiser.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's a curse or a happy thing.
0: Um, <laughs> on, on your photo. I mean the dog looks quite a uh he, he looks quite a stocky chap. He's, he's still, built his knees. <laughs>
1: he's a big lad, yeah. He's only one. He's only just had his first birthday.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um it looks but, like he's got a lot of character about him.
1: Oh, he's got a massive character. Massive, yeah.
0: yeah. He's a handful. <laughs> Have you, had to, have you had to put him out of the room
1: yeah he'd be going yeah.
0: psycho he's
1: literally he's got adhd i swear he's just a psycho dog
0: yeah no it's, <laughs> fair fair enough they, they all do uh number five um what what's next
1: um so next so i've got the uk championships with cure elite yeah. in april yeah so yeah my main priorities are with that and um I, i'm also actually um going to do a pt course as well so so i can become a pt
0: cool that's uh that's an interesting um your competition in april yeah uh, where where is that
1: so it's in margate in kent oh in, nice uh, in a place called winter gardens oh nice yeah
0: big yeah. yeah oh cracking that's um the garden of england that's what they call kent um yeah yeah cool when, when about in, when about in april
1: so it's actually the day before my birthday oh. it's, it's the 18th of April so I'll be yeah, celebrating cool. the day after because it'll be my birthday so it would be pretty well, cool
0: well on the day after you can have a birthday grenade bar <laughs> I can yeah
1: uh, <laughs> and my scone
0: <laughs> yeah well don't don't go too crazy because I think that might put you over the edge um, <laughs> do, do you eat those uh, I mean this has just gone a little bit off topic but What's your take on this explosion of protein bars and sort of all this sort of stuff? Is it something um, you have within your diet regimen, or do you stay away from them?
1: It's not on my program, right. um, but I, have, you know, I have I've tried a couple of them and mm. grenade ones. I've got. Well, I'm basically a pescatarian, so I don't eat meat. I only eat fish.
0: Right. Okay. So
1: a lot of in some of them grenade bars, they've got like yes, pork animal... or beef gelatine. So yeah, yeah. yeah, I I can't eat them, but um yeah i don't I, I suppose they 're good if you know you want to say you, so you can 't take a protein shake or you mm. just need an extra bump of protein they're all right but they 're not something i 'd say like rely on heavily yeah, as no. part of your diet
0: no no brilliant um yes troops uh that 's been an awesome insight into the world of um professional bikini models who'd have thought it it's <laughs> it's it's like like I knew it would be it 's actually hard work. imagine that imagine. Trying to compete and, and show off your physique is hard work. Of course, it is. It takes sacrifice and it takes commitment. Just yeah. as everything does in life. Um, that's anything it. anything that's easy, don't do it because it doesn't have any outcomes and it doesn't exactly. have
1: anything. You'll become lazy. Yeah, don't,
0: don't only become lazy when you get old and it's almost time <laughs> to say goodbye. Then you can become lazy once you've achieved your goals. Um, <laughs> Rebecca, where can people find you? Um. Not literally. Well, <laughs> only on social media, obviously. <laughs>
1: so yeah, you can you can find me on my social media. It's just just my name at Rebecca Aldham. Yeah. Well, A L D H A M because a lot of people spill it with an O instead of an A.
0: Right. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> yeah. And you're pro competition. If people were wanted to sort of get tickets and and all of that, where would they find the information for that?
1: So you can go on the Pure Elite website. Yeah. Um or you can go on the winter gardens website and get the tickets and um, which will be on the 18th of April this year.
0: Awesome. And how will that, will that be, um, what sort of attendance does it get? Does it get sort of, are they full? Are they, is yeah, it pop- no,
1: it's, it's very popular. So it's, it's normally oh, wow. quite a packed out venue. Yeah.
0: Well, well, troops, there you go. You've heard it. If you want to, um, get the tickets you've got to get them early have a trip down to um <laughs> margate down to the garden of england and uh, have, have a weekend and if you, if this podcast has inspired you and you've enjoyed what rebecca's said um get in touch with her tell her that you're going to try and compete or you want to try and make some positive changes and yeah. uh, think think about where you'll be in a few years uh, rebecca look thanks very much for giving up your personal time Um, That's okay. I take it you're you're going to the gym now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's it. I'm literally going to head down to the gym and do my evening workout. There
0: you go, troops. Dedication. (laughs) Uh, That's how it has to go. So uh, we thank Rebecca. Uh, This podcast will be out ASAP. Uh, Rebecca, thanks very much for coming on the show. And that is the end of the egg podcast.
1: Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. Uh,
0: Adios, mate. Adios.
1: See you later. (laughs)
0: Bye.